0: This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning, it's Fair and 64 at the KVOM studios. Today is Friday, the 26th of May, 2023. Rich Mullers with your KVOM Morning News Watch, we'll see sunny skies today. Beautiful start to the Memorial Day weekend, high of 84. Overnight, 54 degrees under a clear sky. Saturday brings sunshine, high of 83. Saturday night, low 57 with clear skies. Sunday, sunny in 85, and for Memorial Day Monday, sunny skies and a high of 87. We'll continue to stay in the upper 80s throughout the first part of next week, and they've taken any chance of rain out of the forecast until next Thursday. Fair and 64 right now at the KVOM studios, and let's take time to congratulate our employee of the day today. It's Charles Tilly at Hagan's Dodge. Obituaries this morning, Drew Herrick Boyles age 58, of Bigelow, died on Tuesday, May 23rd. Funeral service will be Saturday, May 27th, 10 a.m. at Harmony Baptist Church with Brother Tony Harris and Brother Bob Stover officiating. Burial will be at Martindale Cemetery. The family will receive friends one hour prior to service time. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Olita Faye Gordon, age 82, of Kesa, died on Wednesday, May 24th, she was a homemaker, went to the Casa Assembly of God, and is survived by her husband, Alfred Gordon, sons Ricky Gordon of Russellville and Randall Gordon of Quesa, five grandchildren, seven great-grandchildren, and two brothers. Funeral service for Alita Faye Gordon will be Wednesday, May 31st, 2 p.m. at the Casa Assembly of God with Pastor Ted Hearn officiating. Burial will be at Casa Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. The family will receive friends one hour prior to service time at the church. Thomas Rice, Jr., age 85, died on Wednesday, May 10th. He is survived by his daughter, Kimberly Rice Cunningham, two grandchildren, and two sisters, Leola Rice Adams and Emma J. Rice, among others. Visitation will be today, 4 to 6 p.m., at Vance, Wilson & Jarrett, in the Robert and Barbara Wilson Memorial Chapel. Funeral service will be Saturday, May 27th, at 11 a.m., at Mount Carmel Missionary Baptist Church in Plumerville, Iva Lee Hillis Sledge, age 95, of Moralton, died on Wednesday, May 24th. Funeral service will be Tuesday, May 30th, 10 a.m., at the Harris Chapel, with Brother Jim Mullins officiating. Burial will be at Springfield Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. The family will receive friends one hour prior to service time. Ruth Diana Walls, age 56, of Moralton, died on Monday, May 15th. She is survived by her husband, Lester Walls, two daughters, Asia Lloyd and Tanisha Osler, three stepchildren, four sisters, Janice Kennedy, Renee Medlock, Marie Fuller, and Victoria Kennedy, one brother, Harold Kennedy Jr., and four grandchildren, among others. Memorial service for Ruth Diana Walls will be Saturday, May 25th, 11 a.m., at Vance Wilson and Jarrett Funeral Directors' in the Robert and Barbara Wilson Memorial Chapel. Now 734, let's turn to news this morning. A Little Rock man connected to a drug trafficking ring in Pope County and associated with a white supremacist gang has been sentenced to life in federal prison. The U.S. Attorney's Office, Eastern District of Arkansas, announced this week that 55-year-old Marcus Millsap was sentenced by U.S. District Judge Brian S. Miller for a conspiracy to violate racketeering laws attempted murder in aid of racketeering, and conspiracy to distribute methamphetamine. Millsap was indicted in September of 2019 for his involvement in a white supremacist prison gang known as the New Aryan Empire. At trial, officials said the prosecution presented evidence that in 2014, Millsap sold methamphetamine to a confidential informant named Bruce Hurley. After Millsap was convicted in the methamphetamine case, he solicited members and associates of the NAE to kill Hurley, for cooperating with law enforcement. In addition to the life sentence, Millsap was ordered to pay a $200,000 fine and was sentenced to 10 years of supervised release should he ever be released from prison. 735, fair and 64 at the KVOM studios. We'll get up to 84 today with sunshine. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in a moment
3: Hometown Banking, Patty Jean State Bank. Right
0: in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch coming up on 7:37, fair and 64 at the KVOM studios. Several personnel matters were approved by the South Conway County School District's Board of Education during a special meeting this week. Nine new hires were approved including Nathan Andrews, as the senior band director for Moralton High School, and Madison Carter as the district's athletic trainer. Carter has filled that role under contract with SherTam Physical Therapy, but Superintendent Sean Halbrook says she'll now be employed by the district full-time, which will allow the district to expand its career pathways offerings at the high school. We're gonna employ the athletic trainer for safety, but also she'll be able to teach some classes like first responder, which will help us with our, with our firefighting pathway, She's going to teach that first responders and she's going to teach sports medicine for and that sports medicine will actually help folks in the nursing pathway and also a physical therapy or physical therapy assistant pathway or an athletic trainer pathway so we actually added a teacher to help us with our career pathways and health pathways at the same time we're getting a trainer other new hires include jennifer halbrook as a high school business teacher heather ball as a high school english teacher Abby Beck and Alexis Daramus as kindergarten teachers at Morlton Primary School, Donna Hill as an administrative assistant at MPS, Kayla Parrish as an administrative assistant at Moralton Junior High School, and Margarita Rodriguez as an administrative assistant at the high school. In addition, Stephanie Kuntz was transferred from a paraprofessional position at Morlton Intermediate School to a teaching position at Southern Christian Home. The role of AP coordinator was added to the duties of high school assistant principal John Adkins, and Jessica Franklin was approved for 7th grade dance coach duties. The board also approved the resignations of three district employees, MIS special education teacher Clarissa McCurry, junior high cook Caitlin Hughes, and MIS paraprofessional and coach Damian Wright. Ground was broken Thursday morning on the property that will soon be home to Conway County's first residential drug addiction treatment center for women. Perfectly loved transitional living center is being built on Highway 247 in Hattieville, Representatives of the Moralton Area Chamber of Commerce join supporters and staff of the new nonprofit organization for the groundbreaking ceremony. Mary Sponer is the executive director of the center, which she hopes will be fully operational and ready to accept its first residence later this summer.
4: We are going to have 15 beds and our facility is gonna be 4,500 square feet. We are gonna provide uh, individual rooms for our residents, which is unique in this situation. Um, But we're going to have a wonderful facility, and we plan to open in August. We definitely want to uh, have people in in time for Recovery Month in September. There is a recovery conference uh, being put on in Marlton in September, and we really uh, hope to be able to take part in that.
0: The mission of the center will be to help women transitioning back into society build an independent, drug-free, Christ-filled life. Residents of the center will receive financial planning assistance and job placement services to create financial independence. Recovery classes will be provided by Brandi Simpson, Maddie West, and Sandy Cormier, who have 32 years of combined recovery experience. Sponer says that experience will provide a solid foundation for long-term recovery for patients.
4: Probably one of the best um, aspects of our program is that the people coming in to provide recovery support in our facility, also have recovery support classes that they offer out in the community. And so having established a rapport with those people, our residents are more likely to continue on with their recovery classes when they leave. And that's, that's integral to success in recovery.
0: For more information about the center and to follow the progress of the facility, check out the Perfectly Loved Transitional Living Center page on Facebook or the website perfectlylovedtlc.com. This week is being recognized as National EMS Week. Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders signed a state proclamation for the designation in Arkansas, and Conway County Judge Jimmy Hart and Moralton Mayor Alan Lipsmeyer signed a proclamation Thursday for that same recognition locally. MedTech EMS has been meeting the emergency medical and first response needs for individuals in Conway County for 36 years. The company's been celebrating the week with a variety of activities each day. And Chief Operating Officer Jennifer Davis says it's important to recognize the EMTs for the critical work they do to help save lives in Conway County.
2: Anytime we can build our people up and and just let them know how much they're appreciated and um, we we try to do that and um, it just gives us a a time that we can really show our guys how much we appreciate them and and how much they mean to just us as, as a company because they're the heart of this company. I mean you know we We wouldn't be who we are without them, and and, um, we really appreciate them, and they mean so much to us as well as just Conway County as a whole.
0: Davis says the role of emergency medical service workers has changed dramatically over the years, and the work they do now is more important than it's ever been.
2: EMS as a profession, as a whole, is a fairly new profession. You know, back in the the older days, you had EMS basically was patients were driven in the back of hearse to the hospital, and you had one person driving and no one in the back providing patient care. There was no patient care provided on scene, no patient care provided in the back. Um, whereas now you've got, you know, advanced life support with paramedics in the back providing patient care on scene en route to the hospital. Um, and so we've come a long way.
0: MedTech EMS currently has about 25 employees and provides emergency medical response to all parts of Conway County 24 hours a day. Now 742, let's check markets with Kirsten Craddy of Edward Jones in downtown Moralton.
5: On Wall Street, markets closed higher on Thursday as the Dow Jones was modestly lower while the technology-heavy Nasdaq was sharply higher. The gains in the Nasdaq were driven by a rally in Nvidia shares, which forecast second-quarter revenue to be over 50% above expectations, driven in part by strengthening demand in artificial intelligence. Meanwhile, outside of technology sectors, markets remain focused on the outgoing U.S. debt ceiling negotiations, which seem to be at an impasse. Although both parties continue to recent that a default is not on the table, sectors were most likely lower, with energy the biggest laggard of the day. This comes at a WTI crude oil prices moved lower by 3.0% to around $72, now down about 10% for the year. The Dow closed at 32,764 and was down 35 points. NASDAQ closed at 12,698 and was up 213 points. Volume was heavy as 2.1 billion shares traded hands on the big board. AT&T was down $0.80 at $15.15. Bank of America was up $0.07 at $28.17. Deere & Company was up $0.80 at $354.88. Entergy Corporation was down $1.75 at $97.22. Under Armour was down $0.08 at $6.47. Simmons Bank was down 9 cents at $16.72. Regents Financial was down 5 cents at $17.38. Southwestern Energy was down 13 cents at $5.09. Tyson's Food was down 1 cent at $51.76. Walmart was down $1.47 at $146.16. LiveRamp was down $3.14 at $23.64. Interpublic Group was down 12 cents at $37.49. Next to our Energy was down $0.85 cents at $1.14. Natural Gas was down $0.10 cents at $2.29. Precious metals were lower today with gold being down $23.60 at $1,941 and silver being down $0.40 at $22.84. I'm Kirsten Craddy with Edward Jones, Doug Cahill's office, downtown Morleton.
0: From our community calendar, the Morrillton Area Chamber of Commerce will hold a ribbon cutting for Moo Scoops, a new ice cream shop at 114 Broadway in downtown Moralton, today at noon. Homecoming at the Pettyjean Mountain Cemetery will be held Sunday. The dedication of the newly renovated and renamed Hamilton Shaw Pavilion starts at 1040 a.m. A Potluck and Cemetery Association meeting will be in the Camp Trinity Dining Hall starting at 11. The cemetery is located just off Montgomery Trace and east of the historic Trinity Lutheran Church. The Pettyjean Area Veterans Coalition will sponsor a Memorial Day ceremony at the Walk of Flags in front of CHI St. Vincent Moralton Hospital, beginning Monday morning at 9. All are welcome. You can call Jerry Ashby. If you need more information, his number is 501-940-7124. Well, today's the last day of school in the South Conway County School District. And of course, you'll be looking for activities for the kids to do next week. The Moralton Lady Devil Dog basketball team is hosting its annual Pee Wee basketball camp next Tuesday through Thursday at Devil Dog Arena, this camp is open to all girls in kindergarten through 7th grade. The registration fee is $25. And for more information, call Coach Karen McNabb at 479-970-5318. And the University of Arkansas Community College at Morrilton is hosting a fishing camp for students who have completed grades 4 through 6 next Tuesday through Friday, 8.30 a.m. to 4 o'clock each day. Registration is $100. Visit uaccm.edu to register or to find out more information. As always, we appreciate you listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, but we know that it's not always possible to hear it as it airs. That's why we make this content available on KVOM's podcast channel. You can subscribe for free wherever you listen to podcasts, or just listen on our website, kvom.com, or our free mobile app. The KVOM News Watch podcast is published weekdays and brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. Now, 747 Fair and 64 at the KVOM Studios. Coming up on our close up segment, we visit with Alicia Hugan from the Conway County Extension Service. Eric Tyler's on the way next with sports and weather as KVOM's morning news watch continues. stay back. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender.
1: Hey, Evans Newswire with Sports. I'm Eric Tyler. A number of local student athletes have been selected to participate in the Arkansas High School Coaches Association All Star Baseball and Softball Games next month. Marlton High School's Maddox Hogan, Nemo Vista's Cash McClellan, and Wernerview's Sam Reynolds were all named to the West Team roster for the Baseball All Star Game. Marlton Coke and Matt Long will be an assistant Koch for that West squad. In softball, Haley Hawkins and Kaylin Garris from Nemo Vista and Abby Baker from Wonderview were all named to the West team roster. The All-Star Baseball and Softball games will be played Friday, June 23rd at the University of Central Arkansas in Conway. For the second time this season, the Arkansas Razorback baseball team took down LSU and the SEC Picture of the Year Number 4 Arkansas tagged Paul Skeens for a season-high five runs in the fourth inning and held on for a 5-4 win over Number 5 LSU on Thursday in Hoover, Alabama. Second-seeded Hogs advanced to the SEC Tournament semifinals where they'll play the winner of today's elimination game between LSU and Texas A&M at noon on Saturday. Miles Michaelis allowed five hits over seven shutout innings, and Nolan Gorman broke a scoreless tie with an RBI double in in the eighth inning, as the St. Louis Cardinals left Cincinnati with a split of a four-game series with a 2-1 victory over the Reds on Thursday afternoon. The Cards stay in Ohio this weekend for a three-game series with the Cleveland Guardians. First pick tonight is scheduled for 6.10 p.m. Pre-game coverage starts at 5.15 on Motown Radio, 92.5 FM and AM 800. And don't forget, beginning this Sunday, your new home for Cardinal baseball locally will be 99.3 FM, the Eagle. Emerson Hancock threw a season-high six innings, allowed just one run, and leading the Arkansas Travelers to an 8-2 victory over the Frisco Rough Riders on Thursday night at Dickey Stevens Park. Travis play at Frisco again tonight with a 7.05 at p.m. at first pitch from Dickey Stevens Park. And look at weather on this Friday. We've got uh, northeast winds at 5 miles per hour. Barometric pressure, 30.09 inches. Low temperature this morning, 60 degrees High yesterday was 88. A year ago today, the low is 53. The high was 65. Nor in the last 24 hours at KVOM total for the year 28.8 inches. Our sunset this evening is 8:15. Sunrise tomorrow morning 6 o'clock. And weather forecast calls for uh, mostly sunny skies on through the Memorial Day weekend at least. No mention of rain. And we'll have sunny skies today, afternoon high near 84 degrees. A little bit of a cooler night tonight, clear with a lower on 54. And then sunny in 83 tomorrow and mid-80s with sunshine, again, at least on through the weekend. No mention rain uh, really next several days, slight chance maybe uh, middle part of next week. But that is it. And uh, so it should be a nice weekend to be outside with uh, a little on the warm side though. highs. Again, mid-80s. But mostly sunny skies expected. Right now we've got fair skies and 68 degrees in Marlton at 7:52 on KVOM and NewsWatch on this Friday morning. Continues in just a moment.
5: Daddy Gene State Bank Right in town and always in
0: touch. NMLS number 1590686. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. It is 7.52 now on
1: KVOM, and we're going on a close-up interview this morning by Kevin Van Pelt, the agriculture agent with Conway County Cooperative Extension Service. And good morning to you, Kevin. Good morning, Eric all right we are going to talk this morning i guess a little a little weed control is that what we've got well i was
3: today? just I, I i just mentioned that because i was out looking at some plots this week evaluating weed control and uh it was a timing study that i did this winter where i sprayed for winter weeds in um december january february and march and it was interesting one of the treatments was a quart of 2,4 d per acre and it did really good on controlling uh the 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 buttercup out there in these plots but uh, except for the the treatment later in march didn't do a very good job of controlling the buttercup but one thing i noticed was the uh cattle uh kept them grazed down really good there where once the plants started to get mature in the rest of the field they quit grazing them and uh, buttercup are toxic. We see, you know, fields right now just covered with the yellow flowers and they're actually uh, toxic to livestock. Uh, they caught their... and, and In high, and high high amounts or high doses, uh, if, if a lot of it's consumed, it can also be lethal, but uh, it just has uh, an irritant to it that uh, causes ulcers and uh, irritations to the stomach lining and, and uh, ulcers and sores on the mouth. But um, that was uh something we've always talked about is at this point they're already blooming they're they're going to seed it really wouldn't do any good to spray for them but uh the cow the cattle livestock will graze them down uh, a lot better after they've been sprayed with 24d but I'm not sure I cannot find anything uh talking about that mentions whether they're still toxic at that point but uh, the fact that cows uh, and livestock uh tend to avoid them once they start start to get mature they had, they're not very palatable that so maybe they've they've got better sense to yeah to know but uh I would just be careful uh right now uh you know force grazing them on if all you have out there is is the buttercup sure okay all right um yeah. but uh we're getting close though to uh needing you know uh the temperatures are warming up looks like the overnight lows are going to start going from the 40s up into the 50s by the end of next week and uh, we always recommend that once the overnight lows start uh, reaching 60 is the time to put nitrogen out on Bermuda grass and that's whether you have a, a lawn or a pasture or a hay field so uh, one thing you that will help them a lot uh, you know instead of fertilizing those weeds, uh, fertilize the grass so it's still not too late to do some weed control so yeah. um, to go along with the fertilizer application if you haven't done so already
1: yeah we're, uh, we're getting into May it's time for I guess, a little bit warmer mm-hmm. warmer temperature so we'll probably start seeing that a little more consistently I would think yeah pretty soon so all right so certainly some good uh, good advice there and good things to know for sure um, as far as your weed control Um, Anything else? Uh,
3: Alicia's been working on a lot of the 4-H summer camps, or 4-H competitions. Uh, We have the outdoor skills uh, competition coming up next week, and uh, I believe on Tuesday. I'm going to probably get that wrong, but anyway. uh, Also been preparing for a farm fair that we're doing, uh, working with uh, Natural Resource and Conservation Service. Uh, coming up in a couple of weeks, we have students, uh, high school students that have interest in agriculture, uh, agriculture careers, uh, FFA students, 4-H students are going to be attending a uh um, function or a program we're doing at UACCM uh where we have uh people from all different areas of the ag industry coming in and meeting with the students and talking about you know what options there may be out there for them and uh if if they want to you know pursue a career in ag and and uh you know where to go from from high school
1: sure all right good deal you got a lot of uh Got a lot of future farmers up there, I think. So
3: I think so, so especially yeah. in this county. But we, yeah. and this program yeah. is actually going. We're going to have students attending from uh, three or four surrounding
1: counties. Okay, good. That'll be a big, big event there at the uh, at the college. You said so. All right. Well, anyway, uh, that's uh, about yep, it. Yep. Nothing. Uh, no.
3: No other meetings or anything coming up. Uh, we're uh, just waiting right now for the for this uh, rain and clouds to get out of here, so we can get
1: back to planting. There you go. Yep. All right. Kevin Van Pelt, Agriculture Agent, Conway County Extension Service, joining us this morning. We thank you so much.
0: Thanks, sir. Kevin, we're great with you. Yep, you too.
1: 757 now on KVOM.
0: You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast
1: edition.